Welcome to a Love We're Dying For podcast, where we're finding hope in our marriages and families, verse by verse. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks. Now let's talk about it. How's it going? Thank you for checking out A Love Worth Dying For. This is episode 64. I am Joseph. And I'm Janelle Banks. Thank you for coming and checking out our podcast about fortifying your marriage, specifically for this season. And we're going to talk about fortifying your marriage in a way that um, is beneficial for our marriages. And it's about listening to wise words. Those people who um, God has brought into our lives to help us with our marriage and sometimes we want to do it ourselves and we forget that this is a body this is a a, an organism the body of Christ specifically I'm talking to Christian families Christian couples who are trying to make their marriages um, uh, uh, disaster proof (laughs) from the world um, make it um, um, better um, make them more solid and more um, complete so we want to more God glorifying most definitely more God glorifying more Christ honoring so we do that from listening to words from people who we know will benefit us who have gone through marriage who have done the things we've done who have experienced life more than us and hopefully we can be able to do that for the next generation coming up under us and be able to help the next group of uh, people getting married and having families so the three points I really want to t- hit on is that the ones who put the lips to the wise words is firstly um, scripture. That word of God would be the wisest of all wise words that we listen to. Um, secondly, we're going to talk about how um, listening to the sound teaching from your local church. And if you don't have a local church, that's something that you as Christians need to um, search out, seek out, and to know um, for yourself what is true so when you go into any church to listen to see if um, to, to, to see if they are worthy of your being a member there that they're actually speaking the words of God and truth so you have to know the word of God for yourself but we'll get into that and then lastly we want to listen to wise counsel from these mature brothers like I was saying from the brothers and sisters that we're getting the word from um from wise people who are in our family, um, friends who have walked the walk that we've walked, and hopefully we one day we could do the same thing and be those giving out counsel to others when it comes to marriage and family. So we're going to hit these scriptures real quick. I'm going to kind of get into it, and then we're going to um, uh, uh, pray that you um, grow from this. First is in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. Can you uh, read that, baby? Yes. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth, but avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness, and their talk will spread like gangrene. Most definitely. So we want to be um, people who are rightly dividing the word of God, and that as a couple... Is something we got to do. We should always be talking about things that are um, of God. We should talk about the things that's going on in the world. How can we, how do we look at things from a biblical worldview? How do we, you know, 
adjust our thinking when it comes to different things that are popping up in the culture, how we teach our children about avoiding certain things, making the right decisions in life. So that's very important is that the word of God needs to be the foundation. You kind of mentioned about that earlier about foundations in our marriage. And that's definitely one thing we need to make sure is the foundation of our marriage is that the word of God is 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 studied, is is taught between us that your husband's water your wives with the word. Yeah. I mean <laughs> you know, I we, me. <laughs> Well, and I think for a lot of people we we don't really see how important it is for the husband to really water the wife with the word. Even a woman that is um, studying for herself, she definitely needs her husband. And we see that because that's what God has called the men to do, to water their wives. So God has placed within men Mm -hmm. um, something that is necessary for the wife, um, something that she needs that even if she can study for herself, um, there's something that is beneficial to the husband pouring in and, and, you know, and this goes beyond if the wife is quote unquote, the smarter person or has more theological understanding than her husband. That's something that us as husbands need to make sure that we're doing that we're, um, Maybe you not feel like you're a great leader as be able to go into scripture and kind of talk to your wife about things. But communication, as we've mentioned before, is, is key. And, you know, if your wife has something she wants to share with you to listen and hopefully you can be able to give an input on that. So, you know, making sure that um, that you're at the forefront of that knowledge building of, of the wisdom building in your family through the word of God. Mm-hmm. And having a voice in it, you may not be as knowledgeable as which may be quote unquote smarter, but that doesn't negate the fact that God has called us to water our wives. Right. And I mean, I guess even kind of thinking of the idea of smarter, but it's like smarter in what sense? Because sometimes someone could know so much, um, but they don't use wisdom in application. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may be where the husband comes in to be able to, you know, gear and and stare um his wife in the right application of the knowledge that she knows um and sometimes we don't fully understand why and how but we have to trust that god knows he knows his creation which we are um and we're thankful for and um he has given us um what we need in order to glorify him to worship him um, to get to know him and to live for him. Yeah, and even if you are a new Christian, um, specifically speaking to women, if you and your husband weren't saved, you got married and the gospel came and, and took you out of your sinfulness and you're now a Christian, um, you should listen to your husband. When, but when it comes to, of course, when it comes to scripture, you're unable to listen to him in that per- sense. So what you as a wife should be doing is praying for your husband, um, uh, sharing the gospel with him, um, praying that God will, will will redeem him so that he can become that husband that waters you. You know, and I know there's very in our world we live in there's variations in the in marriage and in relationships and what people think about and what how they got into the relationship, specifically those who 
got into a relationship and they weren't Christian and the one person became a Christian the other person is not it can be kind of difficult and I understand that um, but we have to then seek the Lord in prayer um, continue to intercede for that person um, continue to do your husbandly if you're a husband or your wifely duties um, uh, in that case um, honoring God in that but always praying for that person always talking to that person making sure communication is still key because if communication is key then that means even if you have disagreements and even if you have become a Christian and they're not you can still be able to talk through those things and by the grace of God bring that person into the fold um, next and this is one which Janelle and I we're you know we got it you know when you get into teaching that is sound you you want to stay there <laughs> especially coming from a background which we weren't I won't say that it was a, a, a false teaching church but I think it's just one of these churches that's very a cultural I guess mandated church uh, mm-hmm. a family a family church I that, think for us too though we felt like we weren't growing and I think that's the one thing as a yeah. believer um, is you know once you've received salvation that's not the end of of you know our lives here on this earth um you know the lord has called us to grow um to that he's making us more like him um molding and shaping us growing in grace growing in discernment wisdom um holiness um growing more intimately with our relationship with um with Christ through his word and through the sound teaching and in order for that to happen we have to be receiving that teaching for us to grow and I know a lot of people especially right now with COVID a lot of people may be just looking at um church on the internet well not even just that but I guess more um the idea of well my family and I are just doing this Mm -hmm. you know so Obviously, the husband is kind of like the priest of the house um, in that sense, but we still need the local body. Right. Um, Even scripture teaches that, that we need to assemble and to to definitely assemble in a form of, for breaking of bread, right. of, of coming together to keep each other accountable, right. for the preaching of the, the word of God, the word of truth. And for other things, we are, like I said before, we're a body, the body of Christ, which is made of many members. So we want to make sure that we're unified in that. And you can't be unified if you're a separate organism all to yourself. Right. And because how you know if, that you're in the, that you're of the faith, um, you have to have people that are there that's going to keep you accountable for what you say you believe. Mm-hmm. And the scripture that came up with is in First Timothy. Timothy kind of popular this this uh, this uh, this episode. First <laughs> Timothy chapter four, six, and seven says, "In pointing out these things to the brethren, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, constantly nourished on the words of the faith and of the sound doctrine which you have been following, but have nothing to do with the worldly fables, fit only for old women. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness." So we know that we want to make sure that we are under sound words, sound doctrine. And that's something that is very important. There are a lot of churches out there. There's a lot of quote-unquote ministries out there. That's one reason why the Bible says to study to show yourself approved. Because how are you going to know with that if you go to a church that's a sound church? 
not some church that sounds good. We have a great a banging choir. You know, <laughs> the, the, the preacher may be doing his thing when he does his thing, but are you learning? And I, I, that's one thing for us talking learning about earlier. Learning and growing. We weren't yes. growing, and I even felt that. And there was came to a point which we weren't even going to church because where we're going was just it felt too if it, it felt like the world was seeping into the church too much mm, and yes. it did not feel like it was a church that i was growing in of the scriptures it was one of those um formulaic churches and every church has a quote-unquote formula but it just felt very formulaic mm-hmm. um so but you know by the grace of god um knowing people um being involved with online with brothers who went to solid churches and hearing about a website which told us about where to find churches now it's nine marks the number nine marks.com <laughs> i think they still have the resource on the website where's a link about um finding solid churches in your area um but check them out nine marks um but that's where i found a link to a church and then through their links because i always check out their church's links to see who they're affiliated with i found the church that we're in now so it just it just took a little time but when you find something that's good for your soul and that your children can come up under where their teachers are giving you um, great teaching that's from the word of God, that it's not man-centered, but it's Christ-centered, mm-hmm. then you don't want to leave that. And we've been there for over 10 years now. Right. So, and, and it's been a blessing. And it's, and I guess the thing is, a lot of times people are um, in a position where they've been hurt at different um, churches right, of worship right. and that causes a lot of people to stray away and say well I'm just going to do this with my family it Not feels right it feels comfortable it mm. feels safe right. um, but I think the one thing we have to remember is when we um, accepted and received the gift of salvation mm. we ended up kind of giving up some things about yeah, even, you know even safety in a way we are right. we are very vulnerable as christians but yes we are secure in christ we're exactly. secure by his spirit so just because you went through that pain at one particular church remember it's about um uh, hurt people hurt people yeah and you know we're still sinners saved by grace that the opportune word is that we're still sinners right that's only because of the grace of god only because christ given us his righteousness that we're able to stand before God but that don't mean that we're perfect in this world you're you're hurt by people you're not hurt by Christ right that's the whole issue so that don't mean you just stop going to church that means no you need to find a church that is actually teaching scripture right. and sometimes it takes a while sometimes it's harder to find those type of churches but that means you have to do the work and we need to be diligent in that also mm-hmm. um if you don't have a church home to finding one and right. that means if you have to do, you know, go and visit a bunch of churches, you got to go visit a bunch of churches, seek out recommendations. There's different resources now. We're in technological age, so there's no excuse to not be able to find something. You know, you may not find nothing near you, right? but that may have to, you know, travel a, little, a few miles to go to church. We have to do this, do that. Right. We, it's not right around the corner. <laughs> so yeah. we got to hit the highways, <laughs> go to our church, but it is beneficial for our souls. Exactly. And that's something that we definitely I know even for me, the the idea of comfort and in knowing that, you know, I would prefer to not to have to drive very far Mm. and I have to get on the interstate, um, things like that. But I know that's just me in my flesh wanting, you know, whatever I want, but knowing that 
like you said, sometimes we do have to travel a little um, distance in order to get the sound teaching. And another thing to just think about is how important is the local body, the local church to you? Because, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've heard this some years ago now about, you know, when people are searching for a new home, a lot of times we're thinking about, oh, the safety of the community. Mm -hmm. Is it a nice community? Right. You know, is it a place with good schools? Mm -hmm. It is a place where I could get a good return on the investment of my property if I had to resell. Right. Um, you know, people are thinking of all these things, but really we should be also thinking about you know, how close am I to the local body? Yeah, um, because, church home. Yeah, your church home. Because I think when we think about our church home, we're not just thinking about the place we go to worship on Sunday, but we're also thinking about the group of people that we fellowship with right. outside of Sunday. The ministries, um, that, the we're ministries that we're involved in. So it's more than just driving a distance on Sunday, but it's, you know, I got to get out there during the week, you know, during times of people needing, um, you know, helping with uh, ministering and, and encouraging the sick and shut in. And, right. you know, that takes sometimes your physical body. I know we're in the technology age, but sometimes you need to physically uh, send a meal or physically go and sit with someone. Right. And, you know, if you have to travel really, really far, that may be... Um, discouraging or a right. challenge to be able to be a part of that body so these are just some things to think about um when you think about the importance of fellowshipping with the body it's it's necessary um even in times where you may be away from the body it should not be something where you think oh long term this is just what we're going to do Right. Um, because we're not following God's word in, in meeting. And of course, right now with the pandemic, things like that, people are still meeting via Zoom um, and, and things like that. And I can't answer for anyone as far as what they feel like is best for them in the sense of um, their safety from this virus. But mm. I will say we can't trust in medicine. We can't trust in in the foods that we eat the we can't people trust, that are giving these yeah we can't trust in you know all these things right. um so the only person that we can really put our trust in is god and his Most word certainly. and um you know looking to him for wisdom in when is the best time to physically right. join back your church if your church is not physically figuring out uh, figuring out a way to physically come, come together mm -hmm. then you kind of want to question well why is that are they right. concerned about the fellowship about the gathering or you know do they have a focus somewhere else because right. obviously relationships are important to Very, god yeah. um our relationship with him is important but also our relationship with the body because right. we're all working together with our different gifts there's a reason why he gives us different gifts because right. one person can't do it all two people can't do it all we all have the different gifts that work together to make us function as a body that um, glorifies him and serves the purpose in why he created us and um, right. allowed for that um, structure right and that's that's one reason why you know the thing for the church we've been at because they had a kind of plan of what to do and we've been 
going back to church for a little while now and you know they even made it um in a way where people who wanted to be set apart from those who um, um didn't wear masks regularly that they had a section where they can be um but now we have integrated back together and we're even kind of we still do online services but a lot of the other stuff we're doing online we've kind of ceased with that and we're trying to get back to normal and things are um still we have still separate um separated in our pews mm-hmm. um every other pew but the thing is it's not a whole fear um component it's about being um smart it's about being wise about the situation and, and about being um loving but it's about coming together we have to come together uh, we can't be apart forever um because remember the church's been around for plagues and different things has gone throughout the world um diseases famine um wars the church still stands and the church don't need a building but it does need a, a, a people who are willing to do the work mm-hmm. um lastly listening to wise counsel you know that's whether um, um, that's whether mature brother or sisters in the faith, um, biblical counseling, um, or even Christian family and friends who ultimately point us back to the scripture. We don't want to want people who just want to give their advice or just opinions mm-hmm. about things. We want people who are wise of the scriptures, who would lead us back to the scriptures, back to our faith, back to God. That's the wise counsel what we're talking about. We want those type of people. I'm not talking about just the pastor and elders preaching on Sundays. I'm talking about people we can call that you have something that you're going on, maybe with your spouse, that you can talk to a, a sister in the church mm-hmm. um, who has gone through it and who right. can give you advice and give you scripture you can read. And she sometimes can pray you, for you. Yeah, sometimes you may need to call your pastor or elder and right. sometimes they can help you or right. sometimes they can refer you. Um, to another member, and they'll I like, think check, that's they'll be like, check out sister this or right. um, check out elder this. He he he's very um, knowledgeable of that. You know, um, give them a call. Oh, they have gone through that same or similar because there is a, a comfort um, in knowing that someone else has gone through things. Not saying that you could only get help from someone that has gone through the very same situation, but usually someone that has gone through the same situation they have probably experienced some mm-hmm. of the same challenges, trials, right. um, even emotional issues, and right. they can gear you or steer you towards, you know, some of the things they maybe went through that was helpful. Yeah, I remember that could the time also where, be helpful to them. I remember the time when we lost our, our twin sons and our, Janelle was actually speaking at our church and how she would say that someone would come up to her and tell about you know that they gone through the same situation and you would not know that and of course they didn't know they kind of knew how Janelle was going through her situation because we were pregnant at the time but to know that you can then connect with someone on that particular level that you've gone through that you can empathize with the person you can talk with the person you can cry with the person you can encourage them mm-hmm. um, and that's something which you can is, share resources and yeah. that's, that's a blessing that God has a body full of members all around the world that people there's people who deal with different situations and that we can always have someone who's wise um to um to intercede for us or who to come in the the mix to kind of help us out and it's a verse which um from proverbs which is i think is very um helpful in that and it's in chapter 19 verses 20 and 21 
Okay, it says, listen to counsel and accept discipline mm. that you may be wise the rest of your days. Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Yes, the counsel of the Lord will stand because you can have different ideas on how to do things. Um, yeah, let's try this, let's try that. But when you're getting counsel from somebody who's giving wise words, it's like Janelle says, people who've been through something, who's experienced some aspect of life. That could be a benefit to you and your family. And that's something which we definitely need. And even this podcast, we're trying to do that. We're trying to encourage um, men, women, husbands and wives and families um, in the word of God. Point them back to Christ. Point them back to the word. That's, that's where we get our help from. But if we have resources, hey, you can check this out. Check out this. Like I mentioned about Nine Marks. If you're looking for a church home, I think they still offer the resource on their website. But there's other resources if you're looking for a church home. There's other resources if you're looking for different things. Um, even if your church doesn't offer counseling, there are biblical counseling um, offices and centers or different churches that do offer it. Um, like there's some people who come to our church because we do offer biblical counseling, even though they're not members of our church. We do have that. Um, we do have that um, particular offering for them that we can that they can be there. For to give them sound counseling right. upon their the marital um, issues that they may have. Or other issues. Or other issues yeah. that, that may have for their family. So we hope this episode really lets you know that, you know, having wise counsel is very important. Having a circle of people um, from, your, from your church body to others around you, but specifically the word of God that is building us up in the different things that we're trying to do in our families and in our marriages to help fortify them keeping them from the attacks of Satan and the sinfulness that's in the world. And hopefully that God will be glorified in everything that we do, think, and say. So for a love worth dying for, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And remember, there's hope for your marriages and families through Jesus. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for listening to A Love Worth Dying For. Make sure to check out our previous episodes and follow us on our social media platforms. Leave a comment, like, and most importantly, share our podcast. Let's continue the conversation and live to make our marriages truly a love worth dying for. Grace and peace.